Welcome to the Making Today Your Bitch podcast, where we get real about what sucks in your life and get you on the right track to make today your bitch. Now here's your host and kindness connoisseur, certified life coach and personal trainer, Marissa Nicholson. of season two. (laughs) Oh, I have taken some time, obviously, to reflect on this last year and to truly decide what I wanted to cover with you in this new season. It was not lost on me that I am entering into a new season of my podcast and kind of life as well. I just turned 40 in January and Honestly, my favorite part about having my birth month in the beginning of the year has always been almost like it feels like it's a refresher because I'm starting a new year, literally my life, and and also a new year in the calendar. I reflected a lot on the last decade and, and most importantly this last year. Last year I took a journey. And frankly, I decided to take my own advice that I give my clients daily. And and that was to jump. I reflected a lot and I took inventory on all of the things that were not filling me up. And I changed them all. Like I left no stone unturned. I left a marriage, sold a family house, left a job and started my own business and decided I would never allow anybody in my life, not even in business, that did not fulfill me the way I did them. Last year was a hell of a bridge, y'all. I literally jumped and gave no shits if I flew or not because I already wasn't flying. So what could be worse than that? If you know me well, you know I live by the mantra, you are either green and growing or ripe and rotting. And ain't nobody got no time to rot, (laughs) y'all. Along the way, I remembered who I was and, and what I love. I did some hard ass work and forced myself to sit in my feels and then ended up unapologetically falling in love with me. Now, I know it may sound fluffy and lame, but the power of being solid as hell in who you are and truly not caring what someone else thinks is immeasurable. I feel like I am absolutely unshakable. Now, we all know there are things that will bring us to our knees, but I refuse to live life thinking, what if the other shoe drops? I'll tell you what if it drops. I'll survive. Just like I did when I was being abused. Just like I did when I didn't know how I was going to feed my daughter, much less myself. Just like I have done my whole life. I have a faith that if I can walk through that hell, there is nothing I can't make it through with grace. And you should feel the same. We all have stories, we all have backgrounds, we all have histories. No one's as worse or better. It all impacts us. And like I've said before, the last I checked, you don't get an award for having the shittier life. 
but we all have those stories. And if we can make it through that, we can make it through anything. So I thought about where I came from and where I was going. And like I said, I knew I wanted to make this season impactful. So as a personal trainer, you have to get continuing education credits every two years to maintain your certification. I decided that I was gonna become a certified nutritional coach to help my clients better. And when I sat down to study, the first chapter was titled Wellness. And it hit me. That is it! <laughs> I've been sitting there trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to cover and, and how that was going to be impactful. I'm not here just to hear myself talk. If you know me, I hate that shit. But I dug into wellness for whatever reason it hit me differently. The definition of wellness is the fluid process of improving the emotional, occupational, physical, social, intellectual, and spiritual components of life, dynamically leading to a better state of health and well-being. Now that's funny because wellness to me has always been physical and mental. But when I looked at that definition, I realized we can dive into each of these. There was some I never even considered being part of wellness, but it makes sense, right? So over this season, we will be diving into each of these areas of wellness. I am excited that we will be having some guests that are super important to my holistic wellness as well. And I don't mean holistic like here's some tea tree oil, but like my entire body of wellness. <laughs> Not that tea tree oil is a bad thing. I want to dive into what I hear about as much as I hear about relationships with my clients. So let's dive into occupational wellness first. Yep, I'm talking about that JLB boo. <laughs> now, this is scary, but statistically only 41% of employees are actually happy and fulfilled at work. 41%, you guys. For my math haters, that means 59% of us folks are unhappy and unfulfilled in our jobs. More than half of us out there with jobby jobs hate that shit. What makes me sad is two things. One, we are at work more than we are anywhere else. And two, and this one hurts me the most, it's a choice. I know, all my excuse makers are puffing up their chests right now. Go ahead, say them out loud. I can't get another job. I only have this skill. This job works with my daycare schedule. I'm too old, I'm too young, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Are you done? I got news for you. Your excuses suck. They do. And I say that with love. No one buys them. Not even you if you look down really deep. That is fear speaking. And I get it. I was a single mom barely making enough for bills and gas. I get it. And you still have a choice. You don't have to hate everything about your life. You can love it all. And whatever you don't, kick it to the curb. I tell you this from experience, and it's scary, and it hurts like hell sometimes. And then it's real good. Here's another stat for you. 
only 20% of folks in America do what they are passionate about for a living. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I hate that. I'm sure you have heard, choose a job you love and you will never work a day in your life by Confucius, right? Well, homie was legit. Y'all, we are out there searching for the quote-unquote greatness in life, and that shit is in our hands. We control it. We choose it. You are one decision away from the life that you want or the one that you have. And if you don't have what you want, what are you going to do about it? Make excuses? Bitch about your job to the people that care about you, that I have news for you, wish to God that you would get a better job and being so miserable all the time. Because they care about you and they honestly are tired of hearing about it. Now, sometimes it's just the people at your job that make it hard. In fact, (laughs) I have this group of friends that work together and they had a girl at work named Kelly and we all called her that bitch Kelly because well, I'm sure you can figure it out. <laughs> and, and we would start with a That Bitch Kelly update every time we hung out. And as I life coached more and more, I realized that everyone has their own version of That Bitch Kelly. So I started deeming this the That Bitch Kelly effect, meaning the people in your personal life know more about this mofo from your work inside and out, and they have never even met them, Right? Like that person that works with you gets spoken about so much that we all feel like we work with them. And they affect your life so much that they're spilling into your home life. So how do we stop that bitch Kelly from lurking into your happy hours, your friend groups, your home? Simple. Don't allow their shit. I know that sounds easier than it really is. And... It really isn't that hard to stand up against your version of that bitch Kelly. So my first question is, do you have boundaries? I know people groan when I ask them this. I get it all the time from my clients. If you have a hard time with confrontation and speaking up for yourself, you don't have good boundaries. That's it. Your boundaries should not only be for friends, family, or relationships. It should also encompass work relationships. You do not have to put up with people stepping over your boundaries just because you're getting paid to be there. I'm pretty sure if you looked at your job description, it doesn't say be spineless and bend over because we're paying you. If it does, you might wanna look for new work. (laughs) So it is okay to let people know what you will and won't accept, period. So if someone should act in a way that doesn't work for you, Kindly let them know and move on. As you confront these as soon as they come up, that bitch Kelly won't bother you much anymore. Why? Because no one ever confronts these people. They just let them be dicks. If they stay a dick after you confront them, then let them know you prefer to keep it business for now and let it go. The best way to do this is try to put yourself in their shoes. I know no one wants to be in those bitchy ass shoes. But let's be real. They may be weathering a storm you know nothing about. In fact, I bet they are. So without knowing that, if talking doesn't work, choose kindness. 
I call it walking across the battlefield with flowers. Humble yourself and remind yourself that you have needed grace too. I'm not saying we gotta braid each other's hair and do trust falls and shit, but I am saying we don't need to question other people's intent. That's a biggie here. I truly believe that unless you're a serial killer, you've got good intentions. We all just got big ass storms we're weathering and some of us are doing better than others. And that's where grace enters in. Now, maybe you don't have that bitch Kelly that's an issue. Maybe you don't have that bitch Kelly because you are that bitch Kelly at work. (laughs) If you don't have one, you might want to look around. It might be you just saying. (laughs) But maybe if you don't have that, you're one of the 80% of people. That's right. 80% of people leaving their passion out of their career and therefore their lives. Now, if that's cool with you, great. Quit bitching about your job. Get comfortable with what you were choosing and move on. If not, let's dive into how you find your passion. So I have two groups of people. The ones who know what they are passionate about, but they don't pursue it, mostly because of fear. And those who don't even know what they're passionate about. So I'm going to start with those people first. Because I was there. When I started looking for my passion, I honestly didn't know where to start. I knew I had this fire in me, but I had no idea what I was supposed to do with it. I had a damn purpose, you guys, and I had no idea what it was, and it was so freaking frustrating. So like I always do, I sat down and wrote some shit out. And I came up with five things to help me figure out where I was supposed to be. What was my passion? What the hell was this fire in me that I could not put out Number one, follow what feels good. Following what feels good means spending time with the crap you enjoy. If you need to make a decision, what feels good? You got to trust yourself, your instincts, what feels right. You got to take away what other people want you to do. You got to take away what other people are going to look at you like, or what are they going to say? Who gives a shit? You truly have to get to that point. This is only about you. Answer this for you. What feels good? Number two, what interests you? I read, God, I want to say like 10 years ago, um, this woman wrote this book whose name, I tried to find it. I couldn't even find it, of course. But she wrote this, this blog and she wrote in there to picture yourself going into a bookstore. I know that's how old it was because people went into bookstores. <laughs> but what section are you drawn to first is what she asked. Are you naturally drawn to the business section, the biography section, self-help, underwater basket weaving? Like what, what is it? What, what's whatever you love? What, what's driving you to that thing? And honestly, it was a really good exercise for me because I've always gone to self-help. I've always gone to internal growth, mental wellness. That's always where I went. So that is honestly part of how I found what I'm doing and what I'm passionate about, which is helping people. Now, this isn't just something, hey, I really like to paint. This is something you're passionate about, you guys. So this is something that you would trade sleep for. Like you will do anything to be able to do this thing. Next, 
Number three, tell fear to shut up. If you're scared, good. That means you're on to something. Anytime one of my clients tells me they're scared about a decision they're making, I tell them, good, I'm excited for you because that means it's big enough. If it doesn't scare you a little bit, ain't worth it. Find something bigger. If this is what you love, then fear has no place here. So let's move on. Number four, do something. Take action. Now, Tony Robbins always really puts forth this. Anytime you make a choice, you make a goal, you make a whatever, he says take drastic action immediately don't wait because otherwise boom it's done right so whatever it is whatever you figured out what your passion is what interests you do something and don't let failure be a part of that not in your decision failure's gonna happen right and that's okay who cares i'd much rather have a lesson than a regret number five And this one was really hard for me. If you know me, you know I'm a Capricorn. And the first question we ask ourselves, is this going to mess with my money? (laughs) Don't worry about money is number five. If you are doing what you love, the dollar bills, y'all, will find you. This is just a way that fear paralyzes you. Sure, you could play it safe. Or you can live. I have news for you. You're going to die either way. So what are you waiting for? Once you find your passion, brainstorm on how you can pursue it. It doesn't mean you quit your job and go ham. What I'm saying is dip your toes in and see how it fills you up. People are going to hate when you start to follow your dreams and passion. Let them. Be unapologetic about your pursuit of this fire and grind until you get there. I truly believe you have an ultimate reason you were put here. We all need your gift, so you owe it to us and whoever you believe is your creator to share that shit and make it amazing. You know, when I started jumping into helping people and finding my passion, I got so much feedback from people that was not positive. And because of my background of not good enough bullshit and, you know, verbal and and physical abuse, it really started to derail me. And that's when I decided I would start to hate fear because that was my fear being fueled by others. Don't let people do that to you. There's a reason why you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do. And people will watch you do that. And it shows them their fear. It's almost a mirror in front of them showing them that they're not good enough, that they're not pursuing their dreams. Let them hate. Let that fuel you to continue on, not fuel your I'm not good enough shit. I promise you it's worth it. And those people will either stand up and be with you or walk away and that's okay. They were counterfeit anyway. So let's dive into the folks that know their passion, but are paralyzed by fear. Now you all know I hate fear. It ruins so many things in life and it's typically fueled by those I'm not good enough terrorists in our mind. 
it has been proven that it takes our minds five seconds to talk ourselves out of an idea. Five seconds, you guys. That's one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi. You're paralyzed. That was designed to keep us safe. I have a little snack of information for you. You're gonna be safe if you fail. You are. You won't die. You will learn. And that to me is better than success sometimes. Then I know I'm green and growing. So we have to learn to overlook that crap. Ask yourself, is this what I want? Am I okay going to the grave having never pursued it? What am I so afraid of? When you really look at what your what ifs are, you realize that they are way too stupid to make decisions based on. If it's because you are worried what other people might think, ask yourself if you will care what they think on your deathbed. If it's because you're worried you're gonna lose money or not succeed, you may. So, do it anyway. On a smaller scale, have less risk. Try it out. If you are worried because you have kids, what better gift to give them than to show them that you can pursue your passion no matter what your age. There is no reason you can give me that I won't put holes in. Because to me, there is no excuse big enough that you should trade your passion and happiness for. None. This is why I started here. I meet so many people that that are going to school for a career they hate to make their parents happy. Or that are in a dead-end job but have more excuses than passion that love what they do but hate who they do it with. I'm sorry, y'all, but gone are the days that you have to punch a clock until you can finally retire and get a pension and then spend the highlight of your twilight pinching pennies and being too tired to travel or, or whatever you told yourself the light at the end of your tunnel was. Promise me you will be unapologetic about your pursuit of your passion. It is not a coincidence that you are drawn to it. It's the gift you are supposed to share with the rest of us. So quit being so selfish and share that shit. Thank you for hanging with me. It is always my honor. Now go out there and make me proud. Go make today your bitch. If you like what you heard on the show today and want more information, have questions you'd like me to cover on the show, or just want to cyberstalk me, head on over to maketodayyourbitch.com.